Hi, I'm Greg Lefebvre, and this is The Compulsive Storyteller, a collection of short personal stories about real events from my life that I can't help telling over and over again. Many of these stories prove the old adage that life can be stranger than fiction. I've decided to make a podcast where with each episode, I retell one of the best of these stories with music and sound. My therapist thinks that maybe in this way, I'll be able to stop compulsively retelling my stories. Well, we'll see about that. This week's story is about riding uptown on the number six train when who lands in the car? Killer B, one of New York's most aggressive subway panhandlers. Killer B. A while back, the New York Times did a piece on the four most aggressive subway panhandlers. The only one I remembered was called Killer B. As luck would have it, a week after reading the article, I was riding uptown on the number six train, and at the Union Square stop, Killer B flew into the car, landing squarely on two feet with a loud smack. He wore a t-shirt striped with wide, alternating yellow and black bands, two coiled spring B antennae with dented ping pong balls at their ends that bobbed up and down furiously as he landed. He also carried a beat-up old saxophone on a strap around his neck, and a tiny kitten clung to the shoulder of his B-shirt, all of which were accurately described in the Times piece. He leapt forward again with both feet, frog-style, not bee-style, and landed in front of a middle-aged woman sitting two seats to my left. Give me some money or I'm going to blow your fucking head off, he yelled as she froze in her seat. Before anybody could assist her, he blew a very loud note on his saxophone directly into her face from about six inches away. I stood up, turned and faced him. We made eye contact and he did a two-footed backwards leap, yelling, faggot, faggot, you fucking faggot. I advanced toward him very carefully watching his hands to make sure he didn't reach into his pockets for a weapon. At that moment, the doors conveniently opened at the 23rd Street stop, and out he went, again a backward leap, scattering the people waiting on the platform for the train. I reclaimed my seat, completely rattled. Sitting to my immediate left was a well-dressed businessman, dark blue pinstripe suit and tie. He turned to me shaking his head and simply said, wow. The rest of the train was watching and a few people nodded their approval. He and I chatted back and forth about what had just happened, along with the woes of the transit system and the general sad state of the world. Then he leaned in close and whispered, you know, both the Kennedy brothers are still alive. I laughed and said, good one. I almost took you seriously. I'm totally serious, he said. I know from personal experience that both Jack and Bobby are still very much alive. We made eye contact, allowing me to ascertain that he was in fact totally serious. The subway doors had just opened, 
So I jumped up and out of the car at 34th Street, just as the doors were closing. Facing forward, of course. What are the chances of running into two people, each acting out their own wacko fantasy, back-to-back on the same uptown train? Only in New York. Impulsive Storyteller is produced by Peter Kokoma and me, Greg Lefebvre. Our theme music was made by Peter Kokoma. If you enjoyed this episode, we'd love your help sharing the show. Please subscribe to the Compulsive Storyteller on Spotify or wherever you listen to podcasts, and it would be great if you'd leave a review. Follow the show on Instagram at The Compulsive Storyteller, and check out our website for more information at thecompulsivestoryteller.com. Thanks for listening, and if you didn't like this one, the next one will be another story.